Welcome to the Dwayne and Jennifer Schlow, excuse me, slash podcast. Sound like Sid the Sloth there, bud. Hey, we're talking about a very important virtue that I think impacts us all. Stick around. All right, Jennifer. What's the virtue, love? Well, it's uh, one that uh, is pretty important. Is it? Yeah, so baby, what's love got to do? <laughs> Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. No more. So this is a uh, this is a big virtue. It is a big virtue. Uh, but before we get that, um, anything, any thoughts on Fast and Furious 10? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if we want to look at a definition of perseverance, I think we could look at the Fast and Furious franchises. Yeah, so I actually, I actually did take some time to go, how can they do 10 of these movies? So I looked up, their revenue has been over $6 billion. And so you'd keep doing them too. That's capital B. Yeah, like that's, billion, not that's million. That's a lot. So um, I think that's one motivation. Sure. You know, there, it's, but it is shocking that a a movie, you know, series, like like something like this can go, 10 right like like rocky made it to three and no part- uh-uh six bud oh you're right and rocky's incredible yeah, but, yeah, and then it what, shot off to creed yeah but rocky kind of lost its no like, don't it, you talk to about me rocky it was like, like rocky three was kind of like okay you should have stopped there Mm-mm. a little bit no that'll so, be another podcast i love rocky all right He's got uh, the eye of the tiger, dude. And then next topic before we get into real serious things, but this is kind of important, and I think we'd put on a level of serious. Um, this is being recorded three, uh, two days after the Chiefs' victory. Oh, yes. Let's talk about that. So, um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> a little bit stressful. And it, more than a little bit stressful. I had to use like this massage like pole to get the knots out of my shoulder <laughs> while the game was happening. And then you're not even sitting on the same couch of me. You're sitting beside me like there's a, a table in between us. And during the like the fourth quarter, she reaches out and says, hey, can you massage my arm? It hurts a little bit. And I'm like, what? No. <laughs> like Because he has no love in him. Um. I think that was actually unloving of you to ask me to massage your arm while we're in the midst of the final, like, final... Ch- um. Well, the truth is you don't massage my arm at any given time. So that that was mistake number one. Okay. Mistake number two, timing... We're actually not going to get into that because that's not true. But okay. but, but the timing was really the timing. poor. Well, and I was... then I look like an idiot in front of everybody, but oh. I was actually okay with that. <laughs> Because I'm like, this is such a foolish request. Like when have you ever context. cared about what people thought of you? That's hilarious. Oh, it's true. Not I mean, really. Because I was thinking you could just grab my arm, knead it like dough, and keep your eye on the screen. That's but all. But it I was wanted. like you were had a table. There was a like it wasn't like it wasn't convenient for you. Um, not at all. Okay. Hey, Dwayne. So the uh, Chiefs. Well, no, no, no. Though, I'm sorry that I put you in that position to make you feel you. foolish. The Chiefs. You're foolish. That so. was pretty. Um, it was pretty epic. It was epic. Um, and they're kind of like, it's really interesting. Kansas City's becoming that team that like people don't like anymore. Yeah. And I might be wrong, but it seems like everybody, I mean, all the analysts, sports analysts thought um, Eagles all the way. Solid game. And uh, But man, we showed up in the second half. Like, oh my gosh. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, you and I should be sports commentators. I don't know about that. Hmm. Just saying. Yeah. It, hmm. I mean, it, 
I don't know if people care about comments on like, you know, the uniforms. <laughs> well, the truth be told, the whole time I'm thinking, what laundry detergent do they use? Or do they just get new pants every week? Because there's no way it's coming out with just normal stuff. Um, Tell me your ways. Oh, it's, I mean, what a what a... What a thought. I get that's I'm gonna sit on that for a while. I know you will. If you know how they get them that clean, let me know. <laughs> so um anything else you want to say before we really jump into the meat of things, Jennifer? Well, here's another little side thought. Um, Valentine's Day has happened and there's always so much uh fantasy in my opinion about valentine's day now we have to set the context you and i are not super romantic although i do want flowers um but and and maybe people will be wrong and they're going to yell at me for this but it seems like valentine's day is for those who are dating that's how it seems to me and then people watching that aren't married or don't have a boyfriend are going, oh, no, I'm missing out. And it's kind of like, not really. I know that it's like, mm, people are going to go, what are you talking about? Thoughts? Yeah, I think, I mean, let's, because I think that kind of sets the context for actually entering into the the conversation around the virtue of love. Okay. Um, Because... I think it needs to be, we need to be continually staring at or just being very aware of the definition of it. Uh And when you, especially when you're in relationships and you don't have the same definition or expectation, that does Mm -hmm. cause um, some bumps in the road. So, Yes, but I will say this. As a wife, if the only day of the year that you express affection is Valentine's Day, then it's a sham. Yeah, 100%. So, but I would like to step back. Okay. So, the, you know, first John, the Apostle John, the disciple John unto the Apostle John, uh, really, he has a unique perspective. And he, I think he entered into some very deep waters in regards to his connection with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and really is the one that gives us the most, uh, practical and then interpersonal connection with jesus Mm -hmm. and it's you know it's just and then he really is the apostle that touched this virtue Mm -hmm. and the power of it to transform us and so first john those that letter um uh is really powerful and so in there you know verse chapter three and chapter four it's but but it's particular chapter four in there there's some really like meaty things in there, but he says he makes it. I mean, it's one of the shorter verses in the Bible. God is love. Uh-huh. And so it is the idea that actually, I think we have to understand this actually began like this virtue, this emotion. Uh, it began with God. Yeah. And so then God is the one that brings definition to it. Yeah. Yeah. And good. that is where we've got to start. Now, I believe that his, I do believe that his, love is different than human love Mm -hmm. his is divine and so it is i think it it, the nature of it is even different but like so what is how do we walk out this love and so let's put it in the context of which love we're talking about now well let me just put in the context of you know first corinthians 
uh, I, I I love this. And we actually looked at it in one of our churches on Sunday. It was First Corinthians 12 and 13, where mm-hmm. Paul is walking and talking through the uh, the gifts of the Spirit. And and he he really, we so often go to those two chapters or even the three chapters of just what are the gifts, but we don't understand he actually is is pastorally giving a context for the best way for them to function. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, hey, guys, we're one. Yeah. We're a body. And we don't only pay attention to those people with the big gifts. Mm-hmm. We value um, even the the ones that seem not necessary. It's just an amazing on double honor, mm-hmm. on valuing everybody, and we don't relate to one another based off of our gift. We have the same care for one another. It's mm-hmm. a community value, pastoral application value. And then he talks about the gifts are powerful. Yeah. And then that phrase, but I want to show you a, a more excellent way. Mm-hmm. I want to show you something that is more powerful than me telling you, hey, God just showed me your birthday and where you live. Uh-huh. And that's pretty cool. Super cool. Because it does really touch us, but he goes, there's something more powerful, and it is to love one another. Mm-hmm. And then that's where he goes in all the definition. I mean, w- love is kind, love is not boastful. It is all of those things. And so it might be worth it for us to even look at that a little bit. But for me, it's um, what is love? And that's where I think commercialism has really taken over. Uh-huh. And it's now, I mean, Flowers are outrageously expensive on this day, and it's just insane. Mm-hmm. So there, it's all so much of it is commercialism, and then it's the Hollywood version of romanticized, right? Romanticism. Right. So that, like, so to me, there are these like in the context now of relationship and marriage. What is love? Yeah, and that's where I think if you don't have the right expect, you know, if you're not in the same agreement on the sa- on the definition, you're going to get yourself in trouble. Mm-hmm. But let's just chart the beginning, the the pre marriage, honeymoon, marriage, love, and and then what does maturing love look like? Mm-hmm. Using that words, so what is in your opinion, what is pre uh, like what is dating love look like? Mm-hmm. What's it supposed to look like? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to deny the the feelings, the fun, yeah, yeah, yeah. all of those things. Yeah, because in my experience, you're my only um, you're the only person I've ever been in love with. So I've had little crushes, but I've never I've had never been in love before. So in your definition, what's the difference between crush versus um, being in love? Uh, crush is fleeting. And I could decide to feed it or not. And so it's, uh, what is that feeling you're getting? Oh, it's just, you know, a little spike in the, you know, your heart rate. You know, you just, oh, wow, that person's handsome. So that crush is based off of attraction. Yeah. So physical. um, Personality. Personality. And then uh, intellect. Yeah. You know, there's just, ooh, I like that person. Right. So a crush we're saying is a category of attraction. Yeah. And but it's attraction with a with a little whoop. Yeah. And you're gonna you know, like <laughs> even with our girls, I said you may have fifty crushes in your life before you actually get married. Yeah. So it's important to know that all of that is normal. Yes. And don't think because you just felt butterflies 
when you looked at someone, oh, this must be the one. Uh-uh. There's there's a whole lot more analyzing and that needs to happen other than just the spike of endorphins in your body. But it but I think to recognize that's it's actually fun, it's beautiful yeah, and yeah. and we're meant to have that, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um so dating for me specifically with you was finding out that all of those spikes, the the butterflies, the the desire even to kiss you, like all of that was not dirty. Uh-huh. That was a huge thing for me. I thought this must be bad. Surely this is not ordained by God. Oh no. You know what I mean? And that speaks to your journey up until that point. Yeah. But so then dating is in so feeling that attraction. Mm-hmm. And then finding out, ooh, there's something to this. So it's a little bit deeper. Yep. You're going, okay, there's substance here. Mm-hmm. And so then is it still in the category of attraction but deeper? Or is now, are you in dating? Did you go into what you would define as love? Well, I fell in love later in dating. But I went in with my eyes open exploring, could you be someone I could commit to for the rest of my life? Okay. To me, that's what dating is about. 100%. And just, it's discovery. You got to spend time with someone. Yes. And I think often people like to hear stories of, oh, God told me, there's your husband, boom. I like the story of God leading me step by step and talking to me through the process about his heart in it and not violating my will. And then in the dating process, so getting to know Uh each other, to me, you need to do it long enough so that both of you see each other under pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you need to have a fight. But like under pressure because under pressure what is in there actually comes out. Yes. And that's the point you that's a huge thing to me. Yeah. Like under pressure what's there? Yes. And and cuz that's where you find out actually the substance of a person in my opinion. Right. So then you've you use the word falling in love. Yeah. So what what, is, what do you mean by that? Define that. And then what did that look like? Um, for me, now this is my story. So I'm not saying this is how it works. This is my story. Um, falling in love meant um, my my guard towards you was getting lower and lower. And my thoughts about you were overtaking my life. <laughs> So that's an interesting thing. So your guard mm-hmm. is going lower. Yes. That. Um, so then another way of saying that is uh, you were allowing me to go to d- deeper places in your heart. Yes. Interesting, Jennifer. Yes. And that's why love is risky. Mm-hmm. Because I would say, truly, you were the first human being I, I trusted, capital T. And so if this was going to go south, this was actually going to really wound me. Okay, I want to touch on that. but I'm And go st- south means not work. That, uh, it's a, an expression but for international. I'm just, I'm just going to go back to your, this is, this to me, this is a little bit like lowering of the guard or allowing, because people do that faster and slower. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So using the term, they fall in love really fast. Mm-hmm. It means that they give access to the heart really quickly. Yes. And then some people fall in love slow. Mm-hmm. 
That's really interesting. Am I a sage? Well, it's pretty profound, actually. And I'm not Mm. trying to, like, make fun of you. I'm going, (laughs) you actually got a point here. It's kind of funny. Thanks, bud. And it's kind of funny. What a moron. No, because falling in love, that whole idea, Mm -hmm. it is actually, um, it's it's something that I think is a misconstrued. Like, we don't know. And falling in love is... Actually, I'm allowing you to go to some really deep places in my heart. I'm yes. trusting you. Yes, yes, That's absolutely. Really, and so it's not a, so if I don't have the emotions, but I'm giving you access to my heart, I'm falling in love? Well, I don't know. I, I, I just know from my story what it is. I can't say what it is. Well, I think you're pretty wise. So I answer yeah, the dang question. Probably. Don't go, huh? Uh, well, yeah, I think there would be an element of that, for I sure. I think so. Like, and I'm just like, that's a pretty, like, to, I, I'm not trying to, I go on, that's, that's really, because we have such a thing of feelings, uh-huh. um, experiences, when I go out to dinner, do we have fun? Those are all important. Very important. But yeah. like, I can go out to dinner and have fun with anybody. Yeah, yeah. Like, so th- there's certain elements to me that are, huh. Yes. Okay. And I was, um, I, I mean, I. I was slower to fall in love and I definitely Guys, she's not joking. <laughs> and I engaged my analytical side. It wasn't throw out my brain. Right. My brain was involved. No, and and I think in some ways because I like looking at even our story, I was quicker to the game. Yeah. And you oh, I was a catch. <laughs> you don't want to let yeah. that bird get away. But it's also you um, I think in some ways you were probably, you were absolutely more guarded. Yeah. And you had a lot, you you had some really, in my opinion, healthy questions. Uh-huh. Like, we need to, Dwayne, do you, because you're like, Dwayne, do you understand what you're committing to here? Mm-hmm. And, and, and you're going kind of fresh off your parents' divorce. Yeah. And you're going, this is a life decision. And I've, I'm just... I've got some shrapnel from my family's yes, journey. Yes. So I, I just want to go slow on this. Yes. And I actually, I appreciate it. And I think what you did was wise in that season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I think side point, I don't know how, given, you know, all that I'd walked through, but I had a, I had a strong value for myself. Like I didn't. I didn't get weak in the knees if someone said, oh, you're amazing, da, da, da. I'm like, I know. You know like, I, I had confidence. You had, a, you had a unique confidence. I had a unique confidence. Yep. So I wasn't going to give myself to just anyone. Right, right. I decided yes. who I gave my heart yes. to, and I gave it to you. And I'm grateful. Yeah, ditto, baby. Um, so let's move along this progression, though. Yeah, because I, So now, um, so in this we using your definition of love today mm-hmm. um we 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 commit ourselves together so yep. now we've got honeymoon love yeah so what in your in your opinion is uh honeymoon love and what should people expect who are just in this journey or mm-hmm. well there is like a a scientific time frame like psychologists or counselors or whatever the newest term is um, the honeymoon phase lasts from 18 months to four years. And that season is, I am, you're perfect. Like my love for you is blocking out 
any new weakness I see, you are amazing. This is the best thing since sliced bread. We need to write a book. Our love is awesome. No one loves like we love. Like just all in, overcome with affection for you all day. So that- Did you ever feel that for me? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) No, for sure. So interesting. So 18 to months to four years, Mm -hmm. it's pretty much. Mm -hmm. So we know people who like week- Two going, oh my gosh, what have I done? Yes. So what what so you're that's not a, a cut and dry statement, no. first of all. No. And then there are others who go, Oh my gosh. The first year was hell. Yes. For, yeah. So what speak to that then in, in context of this statement. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know a couple out of their mouth they say it took seven years for us to actually fall in love. Because they fought so hard, so frequently. They were committed to the marriage. They were committed to the covenant. But their eyes were like, what? It took them a long time. It took them a long time. And so just if you're fighting, if you're a newlywed now and you're fighting a lot, that doesn't mean you have a bad marriage. It means you're getting to know each other in an enclosed space. Yes. And this, God does all the different ways with different people depending on what we need. And so learning how to fight and argue and disagree actually builds a foundation of intimacy because at the the other end of a disagreement is understanding. Then I know why you did what you did and you know why I did what I did. So then week one or four years in, honeymoon wears off or honeymoon kind of fades or whatever. Or just... Maybe one say it is now I'm actually getting to know you. Yeah. And maybe the sweet spot is on the back end of the marriage. I've seen that too. Yeah. Like 20 years in, they go, oh my gosh. Yes. And they begin to have kind of a, a honeymoon season. So from my sweet. So from my perspective, you know, post honeymoon seasons mm-hmm. are it's now where I I'm starting to see how you impact my life. Yeah. And, and if, you know, there depends on just your self-awareness and, mm-hmm. and that journey of understanding, we don't quite yet understand how you set me off and how right. I set you off. Right, right. So there's that, huh, okay, getting yeah. in touch with ourselves. Mm-hmm. But this is where it goes from, to me, having a vision of fun only, having a vision of getting along, uh-huh. having a vision of mm-hmm. ooey-gooey, um, having that as our definition i think now we need to talk about maturing love yes and maturing loves shifts into this now i'm beginning to see you Mm -hmm. and then what does love look like when i'm going oh my gosh i didn't quite realize you're you're really selfish Mm -hmm. love looks like um staying committed and love looks like telling the truth and love looks like honor and covering you don't trash your partner to your friends and your in-laws and so your staying, mother. So staying committed. So, okay. And so, like, that to me is, it, it now shifts a little bit. Because to me, just staying committed is, is how do I stay committed? Like, what mm-hmm. are the... Mm-hmm. Well, the ways I stayed committed, and still these are things I do still today. Um, I try to think of something that I can tell you you're good at regularly. I I seek to truly encourage you. I also muse in my own mind about who you are. Like we need to feed ourselves on the knowledge of God. I think about my husband. 
man, Dwayne is so good at that. I appreciate that about him. I remember when he did that one thing, that was awesome. Mm -hmm. And because the amount of times you dwell on the negative, you stay there. You have to have some positive thoughts. And that takes action to do that. And and one way that I would just, one way what staying committed, um, I'm just seeing as I'm getting older that like what does God see mm-hmm. in somebody? Mm-hmm. And if I can get on that page, mm-hmm. like who are they? Right. And so God, God sees everything. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I will see everything, but he sees the um, evil intent in my heart, yet mm-hmm. he still loves me. Right, right. And so having that, but it's, it's for me, it's understanding a, a way, one element of staying committed to me is understanding this person is of value to God and we're, we're I'm in the covenant with them. Right. So I want to know God's thoughts and yes. I want to value them the same way God values them. Because they're also a fellow a believer, brother yes. or sister in Christ. Hopefully. So even if you, well, should be, even if you only can relate to them on that level, then stay steady there until the ooey gooey's come back. Yes, 100%. And I believe the ooey gooey's do come back. They ebb and flow. And, and us using the word even ooey gooey, I'm not minimizing it. I no. think it is a part of the, of the marriage. Absolutely. And in in different seasons, there's ebbs and flows. But um, And so staying committed to me is you hurt me constantly, but I'm choosing, I'm asking help to see what God sees in you Mm -hmm. and then to value you the way God values. And if I can start there, I think we can walk it out. And then there's, there's helpful tips. So who is this person? Mm -hmm. Ask yourself that. And then look at the positive and say, I love this about you. It's Mm -hmm. a huge point because it gets you more of a holistic when you're in the midst of it. And this person continually hurts me. Right. And, but let me just say this covering someone or fake covering someone is very different. Like covering you in love. When I see those areas of weakness Yes, and and you've hurt me, I have to go to you. That's what the Bible says. And say, hey, Dwayne, this, when you say it this way, this is how it makes me feel. You don't have to do it every single time. Right, right. But Matthew 18 says that. If you have bothered me, I have to go to you. And if I, and you know, vice versa. Yes. So that's important to do. So covering someone is is staying committed. And so I'm not getting on the 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 phone with my girlfriend. She you know what he said today. Da 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 da. Right. And trashing you. But some people think covering is never addressing the problem. That's stuffing it. And there's a time limit on that because someone explodes eventually. And so now we're getting into the waters of communication. Yep. Um and how do you bring up topics? How do you walk through topics? These are all super important topics. Yes. Like communication and and how do you communicate so you mm-hmm. don't set the person off? Right. How do you, we learn. How do you word things? All of those things. So, And I think you are phenomenal. You've really brought that to our marriage communication. Um, and and because, you know, Jennifer has highlighted several times, as in several times, <laughs> like the word you always, that doesn't help. Like even how we, how you, you always do this. And, and so those things don't help. Always and never already paralyzes a person because they can't win. Yes. And so now 
what in your mind is mature love? Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking love that's now in the context of 10, 15, 20. Mm-hmm. What, is, what, is, what is mature love, matured love? Mm-hmm. What should we be aiming for in your opinion? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good question. Because I think of like something about us that I love is we have shared history. And that shared history has brought about uh, memories together. And our lives have so intersected that it's really beautiful. And so mature, when I'm mature and not immature, I know I could set you off in three seconds. I know the way to poke you and I choose not to. You know what I mean? Even when you're got emotion. Even when I have emotion. Even when everything in me wants to scratch your eyes out. Yes. I don't. Yes. And that actually takes God. Like when my human ability to love you runs out, I go to the one who is the source of love, God. Yes. I sit with him. I get my value from him. I get my identity from him. I get restored, renewed. And then I have something to give to you in the overflow Mm -hmm. as opposed to making you my all in all. Mm -hmm. And then we were we're understanding that things ebb and flow feelings ebb and flow yes. and we stay committed in the dry season and in the easy season yes. that's mature love and i think like the i don't know there's this this place where you you get you get into this depth of of relationship uh-huh. and then so like there's there's to me there's tricks to to keep in front of you to keep things semi fresh in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so 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 easy to take people for granted. Yes, and, that are yes. close to us. And so to me, like that is is super easy. But so we had an intense conversation yesterday, mm-hmm. and it was to the point of really seeing something very different. Yeah, and instead of us we were definitely on different pages mm-hmm. and then and then we chose just to okay we're just going to leave just going to leave it sitting there for a moment mm-hmm. and we went about our day mm-hmm. um we were both in the house together yesterday mm-hmm. it was kind of our day off yesterday and so but it wasn't a point of contention it cuz we we truly disagree but it wasn't our point of contention where my attitude is going to be absolutely negative and just right. grumpy the rest of the day right right so in my opinion even one fruit of is where we've got tension disagreement different perspectives and 20 years ago this would have led probably to one of us leaving the house but today we're okay with this tension yeah leaving the house like to go for a drive not like weeks away right 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 but like (laughs) i mean yeah you know just a a true fight Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where today it's not a fight but we're still in disagreement right but we can still be in peace in other areas of our life until we can resolve this yes and then we kind of this morning just kind of broached the topic a little bit hey here's where i think maybe we gotta we can pay attention to but it didn't didn't break us down right we're in a past. And so to me, even that is, is seeing, Hey, there's maturity in our love for one another. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's a maturing where, Hey, that I, we're definitely not on the same page. Um, but we're in this. Yeah. And so that's, to me, that's having an ability to navigate mm-hmm. big boulders mm-hmm. and still be at peace with one another. Mm-hmm. 
is and it's but it, and it's but I got emotion on this point. Like sure. I, 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 you know what I mean, and you've got emotion on this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. So there's energy there, and then mature. Then to me, one thing is is um, I think in a marriage is friendship, mm-hmm. and so our son is about to leave the teen years. Yeah. So he's about, um, you know, in not too long here, he's going to be 20. So that is our youngest. So now we're about to enter into a whole new chapter of our lives. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it, ep- empty nesters or whatever you want to speak to, but that's where we're going. Mm-hmm. And that, and I'm not afraid of it. Right, right. Um, I'm actually, it's not like I dreaded the last one, but I'm looking forward to this one. Mm-hmm. Like with some, expe- with, with some, hey, this is a different season. What's in it for us? Right, right. Where I'm not afraid of it mm-hmm. and I'm not like paralyzed by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm not afraid that we're going to fall apart. Right. Um, and so that speaks to me of friendship. Yes. We've cultivated a friendship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think has has um created this foundation to now that we walk out yeah comments on that jennifer no i agree i think there's something nice about we enjoy being with each other yes but yet we don't have to be with each other Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. you do some night activities leading some bible studies Mm -hmm. and i'm gone and and we're okay yes and our, our happiness is not dependent on one another, but at the same time, it we really enjoy being together. The friendship is matters to us. Yes. Although your taste in movies is terrible. Um, although your taste in movies is, is like horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so. we, we used to be able to do it easier, like watch movies and both enjoy them. And that, that just seems like a rare thing now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so what it means is that I end up watching a lot of movies I don't want to watch. Okay. Because you never watch my movies. I watch your movies. Well, because I spend most of the time covering my eyes, bud. All right. <laughs> but but it's right. And it's not I'm not saying that I'm more godly in that. It's just that um I, I do definitely know, I not. Definitely not. And it's not like I watch <laughs> Um, <laughs> Saw one, two, three, no, four, and five. I'm not a horror movie guy, but I like. I'm just inten- more sensitive to I like violence intensity. and suspense. Yeah. I like in- like suspense, even to me. She doesn't like, and I'm like, no, that that makes it interesting to me. No, so, I. When, but the thing is, I can go to sleep uh-huh. after watching an intense. You can't. I can't. And so that is kind of a big deal. And I have to get the plot summary of the movie even before I watch it, so I can be relaxed. During the movie, otherwise I'm anxious. So we watched the movie Devotion, the yes. the other night. Uh, so it's a, it's one of the very first uh, black fighter pilots in World War. Was it Korean War? But yes, yeah, so the 1950s. Mm-hmm. So after World War II, a black black pilot, first one. And so I don't want to. I'm not going to tell you the ending, but I was truly shocked and disappointed, saddened by the whole storyline how it ended but she wasn't because she i read i read the synopsis read the, read i was the, relaxed i could just enjoy the movie instead of what's coming what's coming what's coming well for me it's like that's the whole point of a movie no that's not the for point me. of the story <laughs> like when do you read a novel do you read the like last chapter first it depends oh my gosh 
See, we just don't relate there. But we watch movies together. Yeah. All right. So just to wrap this up. We didn't really go into those portions of scripture, but. No, we didn't. But the but I thought. I, thought, I, I just, think we did good. This is I good just want to circle back around, though. I really think that your definition of love is actually putting bringing down my guard and allowing you into other places. And the foundation of that is there's a trust trust there. I think that's something to go away and ponder for people. Mm-hmm. And, Maybe get a back tattoo. And and really flushing out what is the def- definition of love. Yeah. And so um, I was just going to go chest up or left. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wouldn't do cause that because that's where your heart is. It's, well, it's over, it is. It's you don't want to get that tattoo ink in your old tickery. Oh, gosh. You're one of those people. <laughs> I'm kidding. All right, man. This has been fun. Um, I think there's some good stuff in here for you guys to go away and chew on and just apply this because I think there's something profound to this concept and this idea. Oh, Dwayne and Jennifer show spitting out some pearls, folks. What? So, hey, if you know somebody, we don't say this very often, but if you know somebody that would like this, uh, like like the content that we spew out, uh, what is <laughs> shocking to me is we're 95 episodes in. 95, folks. Um, that's not a small small feat. This has uh, been an incredible journey. And I've really, 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 we really enjoyed this. We have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. And um, But if you know somebody who would like our content, um, you know, pass that on to them and uh, share the love. We, uh, we, really, we, really, we really are speaking from the place of journey. And then also both of us are leaning in often yeah. in our lives to seek wisdom in, in for our self-management, but then also just how, how does it impact others and is there some wisdom there? So, all right. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you. This has been fun. Ciao, ciao.